0: to The Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet.
1: Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, looking at it right in the heart of Rosewood, this is The Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, You've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iHeart, iTunes, and Spotify. You can uh, keep up with us, Twitter, Facebook, on the Local Bar Media pages. Uh, If you want to go to the website, localbarmedia.com. It is being revamped. It is being revamped. I've gotten a lot of flack about the website, and I have to agree with it. I I have never been happy with the website. I've always wanted it to be more mobile-friendly. It is in the process of of turning into that with probably some blog posts, maybe? Maybe a little something? That's what we call in the business foreshadowing. Uh, but uh, check it out, localbarmedia.com. But most important, if you want to be on the show Know somebody you think uh, should be highlighted on the show, or just want to give us some uh, critique, condolences, whatever questions you got? Chad at localbarmedia.com is where you go and do that. It's been a, it's been a few weeks, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to be straight up and, and tell you I, I've had a, quite a quite a bit going on. I, I've I've Back in December, I took on a new job, and I actually commute uh, quite a ways to go back and forth to work every day. Uh, it, it actually takes up a lot of my free time, and it takes up a lot of my sanity. And uh, so that, along with a couple of technical issues, a couple of scheduling conflicts, a bunch of stuff has happened. Let me let me let me make a promise to you right now. I have shows for the next four weeks done. Interviews done, ready to go. So you'll you'll have people here for the next four weeks, and I'm actually very happy with with this. I I, I could not decide which interview and which show to do first this week. I'm I'm completely stoked about it. Um, so I'm uh I, I'm letting you know now the show's not going anywhere. But I I, I want to be straight up with you. A lot of stuff going on with work. It's been kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, for those of you that may be new to the show, no, this is not my nine to five and, uh, have not really had the, had the time. Uh, daughters have been busy with stuff, wanting to spend time with my wife, wanting to get the workouts in and all that kind of stuff it has not really led to, to being able to, to do the show. I'm going to tell you something else, and it's it, we, we might as well just go ahead and throw this out there because I, I think this is an important thing to talk about, and it's something that I think this show will help deal with, and something that I I am just kind of tired uh, about dancing around when it comes to mental health. No, this is not this is not a setup for a joke. Uh, my, my the depression kicked in pretty bad over the past few weeks. It's been pretty tough, and I, as I imagine, it has been for a lot of you. Uh, this this has not been an easy year. He's got to call it for what it is. I mean, yeah, it's the it's the it's the quarantining, not knowing what kids are supposed to do in school, people being jerks to each other. We couldn't be more jerks nowadays. I love it too the way we're acting. I was thinking about this the other day. I, I work in a city that I lived in when I was in um when I was in middle school. And I actually drove by the the home I lived in, in middle school, and I was just thinking of some funny stories and some funny things popped in my head. And this story came to me. I remember every morning when I would wake up, I like to get up and have music playing. I got, for uh, Christmas one year, I got a, this is amazing, You've, you've probably never heard of it. It's probably too rich for your blood. But I got a portable CD player. Let me let me tell you about this thing. It had a CD player and a tape deck in it. So for the cars that did not have the capability to play CDs, I could easily, for my friends, convert to an antiquated format and listen to it in their Cutlass Sierras, which ironically became the first car I ever owned in 1993. It was a 1985 Cutlass Sierra that only had a tape deck in it. But I, I got this this CD player, and every morning, new CDs in there. And i get up, jump right up, put a different CD in, get ready for school, and have the music playing. And I, I remember I was listening to, uh, it, it, it was a Grateful Dead tune, but it's a uh, Tesla. Tesla did five-man acoustical jam. Now, before you make fun of Tesla, that that five man acoustical jam to this day is still one of my favorite albums. You you know it. It's got the song "Signs" on there. You've all heard that before. But there's a lot of really cool covers, and they did this one cover of a Grateful Dead tune. And uh, in the in the in the in the song, there's a line that says, uh, "I believe it's what in the hell ever happened to Sweet Jane." And uh it's just talking about friends as the Grateful Deads going around being the Grateful Dead. And and the line, the lines, it's it's pretty it's pretty apparent. I mean, it's not like mumbling is well, what in the hell ever happened to CJ. Oh, CJ, I think. Um, so you know what they're saying, right? And I remember my dad my dad walked by, my dad walked by the room, and he was like, What what was that they said? I was like, he just he just said, what in the hell ever happened to CJ? And my dad just kind of stared me down as he walked out down the hall. You know, for those of you that have middle school kids and it seems like you're always at war with them, that's that's what my dad was doing. And then like a few a few days later, we were in an argument because that's what you do with teenagers, right? And my dad was doing the thing that we do now, where you're reaching for anything to pile on top of an argument, even if it doesn't fit. And I I can't remember what the actual argument was. I'd probably I'd probably done something dumb. But dad dad was like, "You're even listening to music about hell in here." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. all right, preacher, stop it. That that's not." Now you just went like the line was here, and you went over to a friend's house and were like, "Hey, can some of y'all just throw me as far as you can over this line?" It's like you you've now lost the argument with me. Like that's this. It was it was a it was a funny moment. It's one of these in my childhood that I look back on and it's just one of those things that's the ridiculousness of a stupid teenage boy and overreactive parents. And that is how we treat each other nowadays. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody's looking for something to go way over the line about. And it wears you out. The I, I was curious the other day. I went to look to see what the um where the ratings were for uh, cable news, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty far down there in the toilet. <laughs> now that the orange man's gone, we don't, really, we don't really pay attention to the news anymore, and we shouldn't because it's just, it's just crap. It's just people picking everything apart to a nonsensical point, and people getting involved in things they have no right to be involved in, and everybody wanting to be a victim somewhere and everybody wanting to be offended by someone and everybody is i'm living my truth. You know, forget that there's right and wrong. No, yes that's this guy may be blue to you, but my truth is that it's really rainbow colored and that is my truth. Well, your truth is dumb and wrong, but okay. We got we got to live like this now. And it's and it's irritating and it wears on everybody. And it and it got me. I just your neighborhood friendly podcast host it, it got me about a month ago and i i had to, to to take a step back now it had nothing to do with this show and this show is a wonderful outlet uh for things like that where we where we write injustices constantly but i i just wasn't i just didn't have the energy but i'm gonna tell you something else that i noticed yeah the old boy the old boy haven't been really eaten right <laughs> over the past year now i uh I'm not the, the like the thinnest guy in the world, okay. Um, so me putting on a few extra pounds, you you don't really notice, but I notice, and uh, things uh, things have not. I just haven't been taking good care of myself. So, try to get back into running a little bit more. Uh, my wife has decided she wants to do that a little bit more. We both do better when we're both doing it at the same time. Uh, diet gets a little bit better. And, and I noticed in a matter of like a week, a week, that, oh, oh my gosh, um, that was really good for my soul. Not only that, we, we spent some time last Saturday. By the way, those of you in the Columbia, South Carolina area that came out to see uh, the band play down at the Crawfish Festival last Saturday, we had a blast. We loved it. Uh, we've been asked to play at a couple other gigs. Uh, looking forward to hopefully getting out there. Playing some playing some music this summer because we've certainly missed it over the past year, and then we had some friends come back. Ace, my good friend Andrew Evans, who's been on the show before, a guitarist for Cotton Town Soul Society, uh, does a lot of he's de- he's done a lot of stuff with Don Merkel as well. He's he's actually he plays on a lot of the songs you hear and <laughs> you just don't know it. He came over to the house with his uh, lovely bride Jamie. I had some other friends come over and hang out. We haven't really spent that much time with. Had a blast. And and I realized that that stuff, you know, I preach about it all the time on the show. But you know, this, this I don't always practice what I preach. And while I'm fine with getting around with everybody else, the 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 health part has evaded me. Zuby, who was on the show uh, last year, year before, I don't know. I feel like I've lost complete um, idea of what, what what time is. I Zuby, who is a a life coach, uh, and an author. A rapper who is from the UK, I believe he's moving, still talks a lot on his Twitter page nowadays. If any of you follow him, you've seen this, about how important it is to take care of yourself. Yes, every day, but especially when when things like this are going on. You can't get to the gym. Find a way to work out. They're telling you you can't go outside. Make sure you're not living such a sedentary lifestyle inside. Man, I just haven't listened. Oh, I've heard it. To quote, the infamous Wesley Snipes movie "White Men Can't Jump." I've heard it. I just didn't know. I listened to it. I just didn't hear it. I listened to what he was saying, but I didn't hear what he was saying. And I heard it this week, man, or about a week ago and i really found myself just kind of in the, in the dumps and I, I knew that I had to do something different so I started running started watching what I was eating and instantly felt better and I mean a lot better like way beyond placebo effect better I think that's one of the hardest things about right now is we've we've picked up <laughs> some some hopefully you've picked up some good habits during this year. Hopefully you've invested your time and your money and your resources to, to things that are around you. I, I think one of the side effects of all this is people have spent more time with family. I I don't know how much quality time it is. I do think that's a challenge when everybody's all sharing the same space and we're driving each other nuts for those of you that have your kids at home and all that. But I I, I do think. That while there has been some positive out of it, I, I do believe we've picked up bad habits, too. And I'm, I'm certain that as a whole, our eating habits and our sedentary lifestyle has just decreased. It's just gotten worse is what I'm trying to say. As I'm getting back into it, I'm really clamoring for the things that I love. Now, in South Carolina, we, we've we've been pretty open. We we are uh, to our to our north North Carolina. It's still like you are not going to a sports bar in North Carolina. We're fine doing that here in South Carolina. We have been. So uh, people still space out. People do a lot of stuff outside. A, a lot of bars are doing that. But in North Carolina, they you know they haven't even been allowed to. Open. They may be open now, but they they weren't. So it's it, I know a lot of you have not been as open as we are, but it's still it's hard to find those things that you like doing. Playing live music last weekend for a festival was the first time my band has done that in 15 months. It's a big, it's a big part of my life. Doing, doing things around the, uh, the neighborhood with the kids, with other families. Going to the restaurants, you know, watching sports with with friends—those things that we love doing—it's it, it's hard to find that. So I, I, you know, where I where I can't go, our gyms are open now, but because of my job, I have a hard time getting to the gym. So I have to do stuff at home early in the morning when I can before I leave for work. Uh, a lot of it, a little bit more cardio than than normal for those of you that care, but uh, trying to work in more weight stuff and everything now, and uh, trying to to make that transition where life today. Uh, is is evolving into something that does well for me, but still pulls in the stuff that I like. And and let me tell you the the one place that I'm having the hardest time with is my diet, and it's it's not only because of coronavirus, it's also because I've gotten older, and I've really got to watch what I'm putting into my body. Uh, I'm getting to that age now that that. That crap affects me. And it's uh, it's really a downer. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to lose those things that I really, really love. On that point, I have an old friend of mine that I've gone to the way back machine to pull from way in the corners of my Facebook page that I have not... It's my fault I've not kept in very good contact with her over the past couple of years. She's a wonderful person that I met. Uh, we figured it up actually after this interview. It's been more than 13 years. Her her youngest son is 13 years old, and I remember when she had him. Uh, we have not seen each other in a, in a very long time, but I've always thought the world of her. Her name is Joanne Tokarzewski, and uh, she has come across something that really... Uh, underscores the fact that there are certain things you can find. There are things out there that can help you live that healthy lifestyle while still enjoying the things you love. I'll give you a hint. It has to do with alcohol. And I uh, I absolutely love not only catching up with her, but the information that she gives in this interview. So I, I'm really looking forward to bringing this to you now, and I will talk to you again on the other side of the break.
2: Yeah, this one's for the drunk girls in the back. Standing by the bar with all her friends. I can't see their faces, but I can hear them shout. Yeah, this one's for the drunk girls in the back. One's for the drunk girls on the side. All the pretty faces in a row. But don't worry, darling. We're gonna play little sister tonight. Yeah, this one's for the drunk girls on the side. Well, with
1: me this week, I, I've had to jump into the time machine and I've gone back. Uh, to my past, many years ago, gosh, longer. Oh my gosh, going back over 10 years now, actually. Uh, okay. to, yeah, yeah to, a, to a friend of mine I haven't seen in, in quite a while, we've only kept up with a little bit, uh, Joanne Tokarzuski. Joanne, how are you doing? I'm doing
0: great, thanks, how are you?
1: Doing good, now, so I'll, I'll go ahead and tell everybody, you and I met um, when we were both working for a dermatology company as, as reps for a derm company. And do you do you remember the first time we ever met? It,
0: it was definitely a POA meeting. Yeah. Uh, which is you know our annual sales meeting. Um, definitely after I think a couple cocktails.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually in Cancun. I remember that um, because I just randomly. That's
0: right. I forgot about the Cancun. Yeah,
1: meeting. yeah. I think most of us forgot about the Cancun meeting yeah, because yeah, we drank exactly. our way through it. Um, but yeah, it was. I remember being randomly seated with you and somebody else, and then uh, and then Glenn, who, by the way, Glenn Hipwell came down to my house and surprised me for my birthday a couple of years ago. It was the coolest thing. I haven't seen oh him in God. forever too. Yeah, but um, yeah, we were we were sitting at a, at a place in, in, in Cancun, and I remember we all started hanging out that weekend. So that that was the first time we met, and then there are plenty more meetings where we hung out. I believe one time I saw you walk around with a case of White Castle burgers in the middle of the night, and it was it was the most glorious thing that I've ever seen, so. Yeah,
0: I, I had been known to do that back in the day, that's for sure. And I, <laughs> if I remember correctly, on top of a couple cocktails, I even
1: think we got our hands on a couple cigars, didn't we? We, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. That's still a bad habit that I continue with today, but yes, <laughs> you, you're
0: exactly right.
1: Well, you know, so Joanne and I have, have been, uh, we've been friends for, for, for a very long time. Uh, she lives up in the northeast United States with her husband and two boys, right? You two sons, yeah. correct?
0: Yeah, two boys. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, but she has started um, something that that I, I thought was very interesting and is a little bit different. You know, I, I'll be honest, Joanne. There's a lot of stuff that flies by my Facebook page, and I see it, and I've got friends that are in stuff. But yours was a little bit different. Can can you kind of, in a nutshell, and then we'll kind of dive into it, tell everybody what it is that that you you sell and promote on your Facebook page.
0: Yeah, so, um, let's see. So backing up to like probably around September, I started working with a nutritionist because as most of us during the COVID timeframe, we all kind of packed on some extra pounds and stuff. And um, as you've mentioned with my past with uh, White Castle burgers and, you know, cigars and some cocktails. Maybe I ha- never had the cleanest diet.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm right. like,
0: okay, I can, I can work with a nutritionist and I'm willing to make some changes to my diet. But I told her right off the bat, you know, one thing I don't really want to give up is, you know, I like an adult beverage on a pretty regular basis. So if I can factor that in somehow, that's definitely not something that I'm ever going to fully give up. And She mentioned to me, um, you know, would you consider drinking like a a clean crafted, healthier wine? So I was like, sure, you know, I'll try anything as long as it tastes good. Because i would tried other kind of like healthier wines before and never had a great experience. Um, But the company she was telling me about was called Scout and Cellar. So I ordered like six bottles, tried it out, the wine's delicious. And their big thing is it's clean crafted, so it's organic wine, um, Mm -hmm. but they don't allow any added sugar into their wine and so a little known fact, you know there's not a lot of nutrition labels on the things that we consume as far as beverages a yeah. lot of the times and especially in the wine industry
2: yeah
0: um there are so many chemicals and additives that are added into commercial wine that it makes the wine usually not taste great and so to compensate for that most wines you're finding at the liquor store have between 16 to 32 grams of sugar added to them really so, uh, yep yeah. In, in in one wine bottle so that's a lot of sugar like if, for people who are watching their diet if they're diabetic like it's a lot of sugar um, and so you know if if you had not like any friends that you know Italian like I remember our neighbors used to make their own wine like they don't add stuff to it it's literally grapes and the natural yeast and that's it that's how wine is supposed to be made but it, the wine industry has gotten so far away from that because their big push is just to mass produce grapes kind of you know, pump those bottles out, and however they can make that taste consistent. That's you know, they're like I said, the U.S. FDA allows for up to 250 chemicals and additives to be added to wine, which I never knew. Yeah,
1: um, I I didn't know that either. So that's 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 interesting. A, a few years ago, my wife and I tried the Whole 30 diet, where you go 30 days, and it's yep. very very clean eating. And you really want, and, but one of the things we were shocked at is, you know, you have to cut out sugar. Well, we. We almost had to cut out everything that was in the grocery store. I mean, it was amazing. Everything. Yeah, but they said, they just said absolutely no to wine. They said cut out your alcohol. I thought that was just because of empty calories or whatever. I'm wondering now if part of that is because there's so much sugar in that stuff.
0: So much sugar. So, on average, you know, a typical like four four to five ounce glass of wine has about, you know, commercial wine has about 300, 350 calories in it. Yeah so scout and seller's wine just because they don't add the added sugar the only calories you're getting are from the natural residual sugars from the grapes so it's about 100 calories per serving so it's a huge difference if you're counting you know so yeah. to me you know I like if I'm going to have a glass of wine with dinner I've been known to have two or three so at least at that point I can do that without feeling t- like I'm totally derailing my health goals and so to make a very long story short I was buying the wine buying the wine loving it Kind of sharing it with a couple of my friends and then i was like you know even if i start promoting this on the side and just earn enough to pay for my wine habit that'll be fun you know
2: yeah
0: and and i'm in sales so it's something i'm comfortable with so i said i don't mind you know just jumping in and trying it and it was a pretty low investment to get started too and you don't carry inventory or anything it's just a website yeah so i was like you know let's try it out and see what happens and honestly it's been so much fun so um i signed up in january And for the months of January, February, and March, like my individual team that I'm on, I was one of the top five sellers all three months so far.
1: Oh, look at you. So it's
0: crazy. So, you know, the moral of the story is I guess if you have a lot of friends that like the same things you like, you should get involved in that business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. And congratulations on that. Finally, something that Joe Gross can't beat us at. You know, he was always number one. Yeah, yeah. Something that Joey G can't beat you at. All right, so let's let's go back a little bit. I, I agree with you. One of the things that I think that, um, in in the in the uh, in the name of trying to be healthy, with the quarantine of everything that everybody's done last year, I am amazed at how, including myself, my wife and I've talked about this a million times over um we have let our health deteriorate I mean part of it was because gyms were closed but people weren't even going outside and exercising is that sedentary well, there lifestyle was
0: nothing, there was nothing to look forward to you know right. what I mean so I think you're not seeing people you're kind of everybody was sort of miserable and in our own little versions of cocoons at home and so we lived in our club pants and nobody really cared and now you know things are opening back up again it's you know the weather's getting nicer so I feel like Lot of people that are kind of trying to get back on track and so the timing was just really good and like I said I really believe in the company like their standards are really high they're the only clean crafted wine that has um, two different independent lab tests that are done with their winemaker yeah. so they to prove that there's no additives to them um, like I said and it's just been fun for me too because I've always enjoyed consuming wine just learning about the wine making process and kind of how to improve on that has really made all the difference for me. And I'll tell you, it's like, if I go out to dinner now with my husband and I just order a glass of wine off the menu, I don't even really enjoy them as much anymore because all I'm tasting is the sugar. Really? The stuff you don't realize. Like but you mentioned, like when you cut out sugar and then you kind of go back to something that you maybe, you know, were used to having before, it tastes totally like, it doesn't even taste good. It's so overly sweet, you know?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the one thing for me that proved that is uh when we were doing the whole 30 diet we had to go to just the regular butcher shop to get a certain type of bacon that had zero sugar in it and the first yep. time i had bacon after the whole 30 i i did not like it that first time and i love bacon. i mean who doesn't like bacon i mean like yeah i like yeah, anything about it but
0: they add stuff to that too
1: smoke flavor and all that stuff yeah so so going back, going back to it, though, uh, when, when, we were, when we're looking at trying to get healthy again, I, so that's something, you know, I've, I've gotten back into running again, my wife is, and I both are, are, are working out a whole heck of a lot more. I, I'm trying to watch what I eat, but that's a, the that's a thing with us, too. Like, I have an easier time going vegetarian for a few days than I really do giving up alcoholic drinks on the weekend. Like, I, I know that okay. I'm going to do that. But... Other than, you know, like, and I, I don't want to drink beer all the time because I, I am a wine guy. Like, I I, I, I like wine. But um I, I didn't know that these kind of options were out there. But l- let me let me ask you this. When you started drinking it, and I understand that you taste everything now, talk to me a little bit about the flavor that that they are. So, like, when you started, it's not like it tasted bad and you had to acquire a taste to it. I, I assume if that all. was it. Yeah, because you wouldn't drink it if that was the case. So what was it Yo, like when actually, you started drinking it?
0: I mean and the other thing I was gonna say too is I don't wanna bash any other companies, but I had definitely tried like three or four different organic kind of wines that are supposed to be lower sugar before. Yeah. Just in my previous experience and they always taste really like watered down and just like not good quality. And so that's one thing with Scout and Cellar, like so their standards are so high. Actually only three percent of the wines in the world would meet their clean crafted practices and only fifteen and oh sorry, I said that wrong. Three percent of the wines in the world, only meet clean crafted practices, meaning they can't use additives or anything like that. But only 15% of that 3% would actually pass the Scotland Cellar Standards. Wow. So, and one of the biggest things that they um, focus on is the quality of the vineyard that the grapes are coming from. So, all of the wines on our site are grown on old vines. And when I first heard that, I'm like, old vines, what's, what's the advantage to that? But um, I never knew the older the vine that the grape is grown on, the more robust the flavor that the so that ends up producing a, a more robust flavored wine, because your, your huh. grapes have that many years of like the terroir, which is like the environment and the soil, all of that is embedded in the grapes a little bit more deeply, the older the vine is. And so when you're talking about these big commercial vineyards that are just pumping out grapes and, and new batches of, of um, produce on a regular basis, you know, they're, they're spraying pesticides, they're doing all different kinds of chemicals to try and just... You know promote a better batch but um you're getting a lot of bad stuff in that wine process because all that doesn't really wash off the grapes so another like thing that scum seller does is all their grapes are actually hand picked; they're not machine sorted okay um which is again a very traditional way to harvest the grapes because you're actually picking just the good fruit not the bugs and the stems and the whatever um so that's something gross that you can think about, too. Like, you know, <laughs> some insects that might be in your wine fermenting bottle that tends to happen less with the um, hand-picking process. So, and, but the biggest thing is, you know, when they're picking by hand, they have to pick early morning and late evening so that the grapes don't, you know, attribute any extra bacteria so they don't need to add anything to it. So these grapes are just, like I said, that much higher quality, which is what produces a better quality wine. So, and actually, we just... Um, and Cellar was just entered into a big national wine competition in California. And the, out of the four bottles we entered, all four went home with a medal. Oh really? the one actually with a gold medal. Yeah, the Sauvignon Blanc won a gold this year.
1: So it, it sounds cool. like when you're looking at the, the process and how it really is more traditional way, if you're, if you're going back, that it's not so much that they take anything out. They're just not adding anything, whether it's the chemicals or even the process in the beginning, correct?
0: Absolutely. Yep, absolutely, and and I like I said, and I think the robust flavor really comes from that insistence on these on these wines being made from better quality grapes. You know, they're they're not just organic in the process, but they're better quality grapes.
1: Well, um, you know, when we talk about the people we used to hang out with, like it's funny when you talk about when you have a a, a glass of wine, you usually have two or three. Like my wife and I joke when whenever people are like, "Well, you can just." You know, we can save the bottle for tomorrow night. We have no idea what save the bottle means. If it's not empty, it's well, not done, kind of thing, you know?
0: It's funny, I get that question all the time because there's no preservatives in our wine. So people always ask me, well, like, if I open a bottle of wine, how long is it gonna last? And I'm like, uh, 60 to 90 minutes? I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I, I
0: yeah, have- I mean, truthfully, you can refrigerate, just to, so, you know, for those of us refrigerate our wines for up to five days and still have pretty good flavor to them too.
1: Okay. So um, I have to ask this question because our our old buddies, Glenn and Doug, would would kill me if I didn't. Because there's less additives in it, is is there less of a chance to get a really bad hangover from it if you drink too much of it?
0: You bet, yeah, so that's actually, it's funny that you bring that up because, so our founder, you know, the company's relatively new. It started in 2017. And the founder of the company was an ex-corporate lawyer decided she really you know she loved wine she was training to become a sommelier and during the course of her training obviously she's drinking lots more wine than she would normally be drinking and was constantly getting headaches and she couldn't really figure it out you know yeah and she then went on a vacation to france for five days drank a whole bunch of wine felt like a million bucks And so that really got her thinking and started she started to do research into the different winemaking processes in the U.S. versus in Europe. And a lot of that is just, you know, the way the wine's produced and the different additives and stuff. And so that's what actually prompted her to create Scouting Cellar. We scout out these vineyards that are doing things the right way. And, you know, we're putting good wines in people's cellars. So um, definitely less hangovers because of less toxins. You know, so um, another thing that our wines are kind of known for is they're naturally lower in sulfites because we can't add any sulfites to the wine. It's just the naturally occurring one. Sure. So our our wines on average have about 50 parts per million, where traditional commercial wine has about 300 to 350. Wow. So that's a big headache inducer, too. So, and I have a couple of customers actually um, who are really hesitant at first to try the wine because wine has always given them a headache or they got like different reactions from it and stuff like that. Um, but Scout and Cellar is such a great company they actually have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee so they both ended up trying it you know if you try the wine and you just don't like it you can get your money back if you have a reaction you have a headache anything like that you get your money back so there really is no risk to try it um and both of them actually did beautifully with our wine so it really goes right. to show it's, it's a matter of what's in there you know and, and toxins are in so many different areas of our life but you know the, th- the thing that people forget about toxins is toxins actually store fat in your body, too. So it's not just the sugar that's packing on the calories, but those added toxins actually signal your body to hold on to fat. So, limiting wow. toxins wherever you can is really important.
1: So, you know, you've, you've gone from enjoying this to deciding that you want to sell it because you, you, you know, you saw an opportunity there, but it was also something that you believed in. Tell me about the, the people that you know that, that are closer in your circle that have enjoyed this maybe somebody that's gotten something out of it that you haven't like like what 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 has it been like for your friends and for the customers that you're kind of close with that have gotten this what, what kind of differences are they seeing i mean i hate to make this sound like this is a diet wine and it's going to make somebody thin I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that but yeah. have people been able to tell a difference just in their overall um just their energy or how they feel or you know, while still continuing to enjoy yeah. alcoholic beverages like they like to?
0: yeah i think definitely how they feel the next day like you know it's, it's funny when you you know you start promoting things like this to your circle of friends and family and extended circle of friends and family like it's funny how many texts i've gotten on a saturday morning being like i drank a bottle and a half of your wine yesterday and i feel like a million bucks today like that's amazing <laughs> so, So definitely less of a hangover, Um, I think that's a big change, and I think for those people that have always had reactions to wine, you know, like I said, that have tried it and and noticed they can enjoy wine again, it's a big game changer, and you're right, it's not a diet wine where you're going to drink it and get skinny, but if you're on a healthy eating mission and you are exercising, why not add this piece of the puzzle into the mix, you know, why, you don't have to derail your health goals to just have a glass of wine every so often, it doesn't have to be a cheat day. You know,
1: you can actually factor it in midweek if you want to, and it's not that big of a deal. Right, right. So when you um, when you got into this and you started, you started promoting it. Did it? How how was it? For, so so not just for the wine drinkers here, but for my friends that have side hustles or people that are always looking at different ways to explore. You know, their creativity and, and, and things that they enjoy with their hobbies. When you got yeah. into this and started promoting it, was this one of those things that really just kind of took off for you, or did it slowly climb? Like, what kind of what kind of um, what kind of re- like result did you see from any kind of marketing that you were doing?
0: So I, I do most of my marketing just through Facebook. I have a Facebook group, and I'll tell you, like I said, I started the group in January. We have like over three hundred people in it right now, and those are just like I said, friends of friends, people told a friend. Um, I try and keep my personal page separate from my business page just because, you know, I figure the wine, the wine people will follow me in my group. But um, I, I've i just had a lot of fun with it, like just doing little fun little promos and fun little posts, you know, so something to kind of entertain people during their day and let, let them know what's going on on the site. Because that's the other thing, because all these wines are small batches, they, um, they change over pretty quickly. So like If a new wine releases, they may have, you know, 30,000 bottles, but once those bottles are gone, it's kind of gone until the next vintage. So um, there's constantly things being updated on the site and um, things like that. But it's just been a lot of fun. And actually, it took off, like I said, a lot quicker than I anticipated. But I think it was just the right time, right place, and right audience because a lot of people were, you know, on that healthier mindset and wanted to give it a shot. So, I have a lot of people that do, we have like a wine club that you can join with Scout & Cellar. So I have a lot of people who do the wine club, which is nice. And you can pick your like automatic shipments to come however you'd like them. But you kind of always have some clean crafted wine at home to share with your friends and family too.
1: So if, if someone was interested in trying the wines from Scout & Cellar, what what would you recommend for them? Like just your regular average wine drinker? It's curious about it because they've heard everything that you said. They're interested to try a wine that's more organic, that doesn't have all the additives. How would you yep. advise them to start? What what should they do?
0: Well, so our site is super user-friendly. You can search by red wine. You can search by white wines and just kind of see what the um, options are. There are some exclusive wines on our site that are only available once you join the Scout Circle, which is a membership. But all the other wines on the site are a la carte. So I always advise, like, we have such a great guarantee. Pick your favorites. If you're a Pinot Noir girl, throw a couple Pinot Noirs in your cart. You know, um, you, all our gift sets ship for free, which is two bottles and a gift set. You can always start off with that if you wanted to just give it a taste first before you commit. But, um, like I said, we have such a great refund policy that I always say, you know, once – once you put six bottles in your cart, it's free shipping and our shipping is like 15 bucks. So at that point it's like an extra bottle of wine. So I'd rather get a bottle of wine for that than just pay shipping. Sure. So get the six bottles, you know, and, and give it a good try. And then you get a discount on the half case too, plus the free shipping.
2: Okay.
0: But a couple of my favorites. I love, we have a Fieldhouse Pinot Noir right now on the site. That's, that was my favorite. Um, and it's still one of my favorites. It's just a nice light, light wine. Um, and then, Hunt dog, Sauvignon Blanc, is another great one for spring and summer coming up. It's just super crisp, um, kind of pairs well with a lot of different things. Those are two of my favorites right now, but I'll be honest, I really haven't had one that I'm not crazy about.
1: Really? Okay.
0: So Uh, there's definitely some that I love more than others, but they're all really good.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to make this promise to you. uh, Ross McNeil, another friend of ours from, from our Pharma days, uh, was on the yep. show a couple of years ago. He and his brother, uh, his brother's uh, someone who started making his own vodka, make, uh, it's called glass vodka. And and Ross, okay. Ross promised to send me and Maria uh, a, a bottle of uh, his, his vodka, he never sent it to me. So I want you to know, I'm actually going to go to Scout and Cellar and I'm, I'm actually gonna try your wine. So you'll be one of the first folks from our old friends that have anything to do with alcohol that I'm actually going to try their stuff. So I, I you, awesome. you had awesome. that promise for me. All right, so if people were curious, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put the link for your stuff in, in the show notes. I'll put it uh, on our Facebook page and, and, and things like that as well, and, and on our Twitter page. But uh, if people wanted to find you at Scout and Seller, how do they do that? Are you Do they have to spell out Tokarzuski? Are you kidding me?
0: I know. Well, you can, like I said, you can you can add the link in for me. I sent you a photo of the link. Okay. Okay. Um, But it's it's you can go on Scout and Seller, and it's S C O U T A N D C E L L A R dot com. Yeah. Forward slash J for Joanne, and then Tokarzuski. T like Thomas. O K A R Z like Zebra. E W S K I. Jesus. It's a long one.
1: I I swear. Wait, wait. Where did the marketing rep and you just miss on that one? Now, come on. You, you couldn't have married you know somebody what? with I an had, easier name. I mean, what in the world?
0: Well, every all the other names I was trying to put in were taken. Uh, but you know what? No one, <laughs> no one's gonna
1: have this one. So. They, well, that's true. That that is true. That there's 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 good branding for you right there. It, it, it sticks you out there. Well, listen, Joanne, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I am I'm, I'm extremely as, as a as a big wine drinker myself. Um, I, I will, I will make you this promise. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get some of it, and I'm going to try it, and I will talk about it on the show. I am, um, I'm a believer in trying anything and being honest about it. If I find something that I think, uh, you know, I would like as well, uh, I look forward to it. But I really, I really do believe that with everything that we need to do now to to become a healthier group of people, when you look at the collective around the world and what we've been, I think we need to find more options like this so we don't have to give up so much to still enjoy the things we normally want. And I, I think you've really stumbled across something here. And and listen, I've had enough drinks and cigars with you before. I will absolutely take your word on anything. Uh, I, I seriously don't think you've, you've you've lost your touch just over the years. I'm sure you're still just as wonderful picking that stuff out.
0: I don't drink bad quality wine,
1: that's there, for sure. There you go. Well, Joanne, thanks again for, for joining us. I appreciate your time. Looking forward to trying the wine. It was, it was great to catch up with you again. Oh, you too, Chad. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I appreciate
0: it. All right. Take
2: care. Bye. Late at night in a hotel room, well, I saw the ghost of the patron saint of Al- Lost in a hurricane, with nowhere to blow. Maybe the devil saw
1: Joanne, for coming uh, on again, it was great to get that information. It was really great just to catch up with her today. Uh, it's, uh, we will put all the links to uh, her page if you're curious about finding out a little bit more about her or what she does. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll include all that on the Facebook page and in the feed as much as we can. And, and I will do my best to spell her name correctly. Don't worry, don't worry. I, I, I. The first time I ever tried to find her on Facebook. I was like, I can't remember how to spell her name. So, uh, we'll do that. But, I uh, appreciate her coming on to talk about scout and cellar. So re- it's really, really neat thing. I, I, I love the fact that people are finding those kind of alternatives out there. What's funny about that though, is it's not so much that it's a wine alternative. It's just freaking wine. It's, it's, it's what it is. I remember in 2005, I went to, uh, France and Spain uh, for about two weeks, traveled all around the countryside and drank and ate everything in sight. And I mean everything. I went and did the the Running of the Bulls in Pamplona, which I don't think I've ever talked about on this show. Well, i got to have a show about that one day. Uh, and I remember like, it was just all the drinking and all the eating you could do. And I came home and I had lost a ton of weight because there were, weren't as many preservatives. There weren't as much... You know, just crap in, in the food, and that's really what they've done with Scout and Cellar And I think that's I think that's amazing. It's uh, I haven't tried it yet, and I and I will tell you I'll be quite I'll be very frank with you uh, on what I think about it. I, my wife and I will try it. We'll try anything twice, and and we'll give it a shot and see what we think. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to just try one maybe I don't maybe this just this uh one one bottle that I don't really like. So we'll we'll try a couple of different things. But uh, I, I'm excited though to to see that. It's great to have different alternatives out there. I, you know, I, I'm trying to again watch what I eat. I'm not going to go completely vegan. I, I'm just not going to go to those extremes. weren't we talking about that at the beginning of the show? That extreme lifestyle d- doesn't really help you. But as you're trying to be healthier and wanting to enjoy things that you enjoy, wouldn't it be great to still enjoy those things while while being healthier at the same time? I think it's a a really cool thing that Joanne's come across, and and one of the things that you don't know because you don't know her, but if you've spent the past six years with me on this show, if I could say anything about her, she is an extremely genuine person. If it's something that she believes in, if she's getting involved in something, she... uh, she believes it to not just be some gimmick. It's something that she really enjoys. I've seen a couple of her videos. And uh, so I will tell you this. Joanne is also one heck of a salesperson. She's, she always has been. She was one of the top folks in the company we work, we work uh, with or we work for. Uh, but I can, I can see true excitement in the videos that she does because I know her. And so I, I think it's really amazing when people find something that they enjoy and they can turn that into whether it's a side project or, or an actual career or just something that's just a hobby, whether it's whether it's something they get money out of or not, that they can introduce other people to. I The, the show you're listening to is a testament to that. I, I think it's brilliant whenever people spend their time and, and take time to try to tell others about stuff that they really believe in. We're always asking for that. We're always asking for something genuine and in a world where we don't know that we can believe anything. I think one of the most amazing things is that with the internet and all the connections we have, we forget that it really doesn't connect us to groups of people. It can connect us to a person. And in those connections with just people, we, we find the things that we love. We find that honesty we find the the brevity it's not a long sales pitch it's hey i was thinking about you the other day i think you'd like this you know we we it's that interpersonal communication that we we have just seemed to lose in, in a world where it's at our very fingertips. You don't call anybody anymore. You text. And I bet if not the bulk, at least a very large percentage of your text are group text. They're just different group texts with different people. You, you basically, your life is, is just a cocktail party and you go from circle to circle every day. And in those circles as people telling stories to entertain the whole circle, instead of that one-on-one, Hey, it's just me. And my pal. And uh, I think that's a shame because I think we miss out o- o- on a lot of things that that we would really be able to benefit from or like to know about or can share with someone else. And that's why I appreciate Joanne taking the time to come on here today. And in, and in that fashion, share with us something that uh, could be something that we all really enjoy. The show's called The Local Bar. If you don't drink when you listen to the show, I don't know why you're listening to me. I sound a lot better and I'm much more interesting and incredibly, incredibly more handsome the, the more you drink. Let me just tell you. I'm drinking right now. But um, in a world where where you can lose it at any minute, it it's the little things. It really is. I, I've been finding that out more and more. Over this past year, it it is these little things that add up. I remember that, uh, that trip to Cancun very well. I think it was like only my second meeting. I don't think I met Joanne. I'm pretty sure I didn't meet her at the first meeting I ever did with that company. She'd been there longer than me. And I remember uh, at, we all, uh, they, they had us sit with people that we didn't know. And that's how I got paired up. And it's, it's killing me. I can't remember the other person that Glenn and I sat with at that table. And I'm sure I'm going to get an email for this. But I, I, I do distinctly remember talking with Joanne. And we became fast friends. And we all went out. Our, our buddy Doug, the ringleader, uh, kind of had us all out that night. It was a lot of fun. A lot of alcohol. I don't think it was organic alcohol. I remember going back to my room and deciding that I had to get in the tub for some reason. I just got to get in the tub. And apparently I fell asleep in the tub and I woke up in like an ice cold. <laughs> ice cold. I don't know if I've ever told Joanne that or not. It was ice cold. in there. I mean, I, I leapt out of that tub whenever I woke up. Still made it to the meeting on time. Um, you know, some of my best conversations ha- have been around Drinking, and some of the times that that I've enjoyed my conversations with other folks ha- have been around drinks. And it's not so much about uh, getting wasted while you're having a conversation. Uh, it is really more about uh, people being relaxed, and and sometimes that that drink being something that's a conversation starter. I think this wine from Scout and Cellar obviously has uh, a, a, the ability to not only Make you relaxed because it's an alcoholic beverage, but it's it's a very interesting story as well. But what's more important is the people you share it with. I'd give it a try. I'm curious if you do try it. Uh, do do me a favor. Do me a favor. You can go to Scout and Cellar, but I click on Joanne's link if you don't mind. Yeah, this is, this is a shameful, uh, shameless plug for my friend. Just go to her site and order some. And if you try it, shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. And, and, and I'll, I don't mind coming on the show and letting y'all know what I think about it, too. Uh, but if anything, I want you to do, a, do me a favor and, and do yourself a favor. Find a friend that you haven't spent some good one-on-one time with. If you're someone that's still not comfortable being out in front of people, maybe you live somewhere where it's even hard to do that still. Just send them a bottle. Hop on the phone, just the two of you, nobody else, and spend a little bit of time. I, I'm telling you, it's these little things that really matter right now. It's coming from your boy here, who sometimes forgets his own advice as well. I'm going to tell you, it's so great to be back talking to you. It feels good to be moving forward. I hope we're all doing that right now. Remember, taking care of yourself is so vital to how you take care of everybody else in your family. Be a little bit selfish. Make sure that you're okay. Okay. And uh, if you can add a glass or two of wine in there, that always seems to help as well. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab. But if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This
0: podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com.
2: I know you better than you think you know yourself. You're not so different.